For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. Cayman and the United Kingdom are reaffirming their relationship. We agreed to sign a joint declaration, which we hope and expect that all of the um, inhabited overseas territories will sign, um, which will kind of reinforce, I think, the partnership that we have. Uh, and so we've been really pleased to be looking at it and reading it in Cayman. I think it reinforces a lot of the good things that we already have through our quite sophisticated constitutional arrangements. Speaking on Radio Cayman's For the Record, Her Excellency Jane Owen told listeners the agreement also reiterates the UK's commitment to supporting Cayman, for example, in times of crisis, but also in times of business as usual, through technical advice and conversations. Premier the Honourable Juliana O'Connor Connolly reminded folks this isn't a new relationship, rather a continuation of it. Each of our theme, this one is a modern partnership for a stronger British family. And it's it's a testament to the journey that we've come. We're no longer called subjects per se, but we're now family. So it means that we're level playing ground and equal partnership connotes the fact that there will be consultation. And I think that we were fortunate with the 2009 and subsequent amendment of our constitution that there'll be consultation. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be full acceptance, but that's the art of negotiation. And we believe that we're in good stead. As part of this, there will be a, quote, compact between the UK and Cayman, which will highlight the key points of importance for both sides of the partnership. The compact, I think, is where the rubber meets the ground, as it were, where we could have the bilateral priorities and our mutual expectations. And so it is the intention of the government, as they write to the UK, to confirm our signing on. We would invite them to come to our jurisdiction so that the people here, both opposition and government and the wider Cayman Islands populace, can be able to see up front and have a say into what this new partnership is going to be in. The development follows recent meetings in London of the Joint Ministerial Council. A man accused of trying to rob Scotiabank near Grand Harbour takes the stand. Radio Cayman's Jeffy Ebanks has this report. Richard Andre Scott and Mark Alexander Beckett stand charged with the attempted robbery of the Scotiabank branch near Grand Harbour earlier this year. Today, Richard Andre Scott began testimony in Grand Court following the conclusion of the prosecution's case. The prosecution argues that the men charged planned and executed their plan to rob the bank. Throughout the three-week trial, the jury saw hours of CCTV footage from the area of the bank and the road leading to the bank and CCTV footage from the neighborhood and dwelling of the home of the accused, Richard Andre Scott. But in his testimony today, Richard Andre Scott says, he did not try to rob the bank and offered the sequence of events leading up to the time that two men attempted to rob the branch. While giving testimony and being questioned by his lawyer Keith Myers, defendant Richard Andre Scott says on the day of the robbery, he was heading to a beach area in South Sound. He says he left his home in the Palmdale area and walked towards the Old Crew Road area. But he says while on Old Crew Road, just before reaching the junction at South Sound, he saw a black SUV speeding and braking harshly, hitting a person on a bike. A person who testified previously in the trial told the courts that on the day of the robbery, he had taken his wife to the bank to use the ATM, and a short while later, he heard her screaming, indicating she had been robbed. He then pursued in the direction he thought the assailant left, and after following in pursuit, the man testified that he hit a person on a bike who he believed to be the person who stole from his wife. 
Richard Andre Scott says after seeing the vehicle hit the person on the bike, he got frightened and ran into the swamped bush area off Old Crew Road. He says while running through, he lost his shoe and that the shrubbery tore his shirt from his body. The police then arrested Richard Andre Scott on suspicion of robbery. Mr. Scott's testimony and cross-examination are expected to continue tomorrow in courtroom 2 of the main court building. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. It's another good rating for Cayman Bracks High School. More now from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. Lehman East Scott Senior High School is the only community co-educational secondary school in Cayman Brack, catering to students between the ages of 11 and 17. At the time of the inspection, there were about 150 students on roll. The previous inspection in May 2021 also judged the school to be good. And although this remained the overall picture, there have been, quote, several improvements since then, and the school has sustained and improved its efforts to provide a center of excellence in learning. Inspectors say during their visit, a, quote, purposeful and inclusive atmosphere permeated the school, which reflected its excellent attention to student safety and well-being. The report says the key to the school's success was excellent leadership, which had improved from good to excellent since the last inspection. Students' behavior and civic and environmental understanding, support and guidance for students, and links with parents in the community had improved from good to excellent as well. Students' good attainment in English, math, and science was sustained, and progress in these three core subjects continued to be, quote, above expectations, reflecting good teaching, learning, and assessment. The report says Lehman E. Scott senior students' academic achievements were not at the expense of other subjects and they benefited from a curriculum rich in opportunities, including sporting, musical and technological activities, which contributed to their, quote, all-around development. In addition, effective career programs and work experience enabled students to make, quote, informed decisions about their subsequent education and further employment. I'm Carsley Fuller. Find the full report online at oes.gov.ky. A bit of good from a bad act. Here's Radio Cayman's April Cummings. DOE conservation officers recently seized 86 conch, totaling 40 pounds, during an operation where two men were found illegally taking conch from a marine reserve in the Barkers area of West Bay. The suspects face charges of taking life from a marine reserve and taking conch above the daily limit, which is five per person or 10 per boat per day. Meals on Wheels picked up the seized conch, which was turned into meals for seniors, at their Georgetown and West Bay kitchens. The DOE says this is a strong reminder that although conch is currently in season, the marine park boundaries and rules remain in full effect. When people poach Cayman's fisheries, they, quote, severely jeopardize their ability to replenish and continue producing enough food for everyone. If you see something, say something. Reports of suspicious activity in action may be submitted via phone or WhatsApp to 916-4271. You can also call 911. Providing as much information as possible as soon as possible can help cases move through to prosecution, especially if you call when the illegal activity is still in progress. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Now, speaking of fishing in local waters, lobster season is now open. Lobster season outside of marine parks runs through February 29th. All marine park boundaries and size catch limits are in full force. The Department of Environment says the daily catch limit is three lobsters per person or a maximum of six lobsters per boat with two or more people. Only spiny lobsters with a minimum tail size of six inches may be taken. If you are unsure of where local marine parks are, you can download the Cayman DOE app for access to the boundaries and rules in Cayman. Come here in our hearts, all of God's wonderful people. Will you lift your hands with me and give the Lord Jesus 
A spirited crowd gathered this afternoon on the grounds of the Glass House in Georgetown for the National Day of Thanksgiving and prayer. Among the crowd was the Honorable Premier, Miss Juliana O'Connor Connolly. The National Day of Prayer is just synonymous of the foundation that the Lord Jesus Christ has founded us. It's so great that we can be like the Apostle Paul, where we're not ashamed of the Gospel of Christ because it is what has established us, processed us, and will take us into the future. I'm always delighted to be in the presence. The Bible says we're two or three are gathered together in His name. There He be in the midst of. I want to thank the Ministers Association, all of our um, media and the government, Radio Kema and GIS, for sharing this for those who could not be here because power of prayer is still the password to heaven and we need it every minute of the day. Pastor Torrance Bob Cayman Ministers Association Chairman gave the welcome and opening remarks. Reverend Kenneth Smith gave scripture reading and Reverend Steve Brady gave the purpose of time of thanksgiving and prayer address. Gimme! Gimme! Gimme now! Gimme what? Gimme story now! Alright, let me give it. And that's your evening news. For Radio K-Man, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.